Amen. We're going to be talking again from the judgment seat of Christ. Amen. I think we had got down to not very far. I believe we had got to Revelation chapter 3, if I'm not mistaken. Amen. So we're going to go to Revelation chapter 3 with the word that, 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 that says that we're going to come before Christ to receive our just reward. I will read you over what we have already talked about. Is amen that God is going to pay us the right pay. Come on, somebody. You don't need to stumble over what you do for God because God has got the right pay. Amen. You know, sometimes on jobs, we do the hard work, but the owner gets the credit. Amen. He makes he makes all the money. We do all the work. But with God, he said he's going to pay what is right. Amen. So if you would, Revelation 3, verses 10 through 13. Amen. Let's read them, please. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. So look at this. You got to have some patience with the word of God. Amen. You kept the word of my patience. God has patience while we are grooming to be fit for heaven. If God didn't have patience with us, just think if God didn't have patience with us. Many times that we mess up. Huh? Many times we get slower. Many times we don't want to do and get the I can't hit it. But he said, you kept the word of my patience. And I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation. Look here. God is saying, if you do what I tell you to do, I'm going to give you strength in your hour of temptation. Amen. Which, and guess what? He said, which shall come upon all the world. Ain't nobody going to be exempt. Thanks to God, you're going to get tempted. The world going to get tempted. This temptation is coming up on all the world. And look what it said it's going to do. To try them that dwell upon earth. You're going to be tried. You're going to be tried whether to find out whether or not you mean business with God. You're going to be tried to find out do you really want to go to glory. Or you got some other agenda. 
verse 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast that no man... Ain't no point in you being a fool because somebody else want to be one. Ain't no point in you following some folks that don't... Look here. The worst thing you can do is follow folks that don't want to follow the word of God. Come on now. You gonna follow folks that don't want to follow the word of God, they ain't gonna be saved, and neither will you. If they fall in a ditch, so will you. Come on, somebody. If they serve the devil, so will you. If you follow in them. Come on now. Hold fast with thou hast, that no man take thy what? No man take thy crown. You want to get the crown of life. You want God to grant you eternal life. Why are you going to follow folks that don't want to follow God and lose out on getting eternal life? Following folks that don't want to follow God and you going to miss what God has for you as well. Amen. Verse 12 says, him that overcome, you got to be an overcomer. You got to be an overcomer of bad with good. You got to be an overcomer in the word of God. If God said it, I got to find myself doing it. Huh? Why? Because it's my strength. It's my help. And he said, and God said, I'll make you a pillar of my God, and he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that had an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. This represents the promise of Christ. This represents the promise of Christ, the rapture of the church of genuine believers. Not everybody ain't going. You know why I said genuine believer? Because everybody going to be tried. Wow. God going to put everybody to the test whether they want to be saved or not. God going to put everybody to the test whether or not you really want to be healed. Amen. Half-stepping ain't going to get it. In and out ain't going to get it either. You got to be in or you're going to be out. This is for genuine believers. During or before the great tribulation. The hour of temptation is the period of, of a worldwide testing that should come up on the earth. Worldwide testing. Not just you, every person, every household. Come on, somebody. Everybody's got to be tested. Some of them tests ain't going to last long because they don't believe. But every believer has got to be tested to find out whether or not they're going to be fit for the kingdom. Think about the job. 
You go put in a job for a job. You tell them you can do this and you qualified to do that. And the first thing they tell you, okay, you on a 90-day probation. That 90-day probation is to prove what come out your mouth. To prove that you said you had the capability of doing what you said you was trained or you have an education on doing. Am I right? So therefore, you're being tested. Amen. God going to test everybody's heart. To see what manner of heart that they have. God going to test everybody's faith. To see what manner of faith they have. God going to test whether you are a believer or a non-believer. Amen. Lord said he's coming quickly. He's coming suddenly. When he, when he start out, he's coming suddenly. When he start out, he's coming without delay. Uh, he's not going to be a minute late when he start coming. Ain't nothing going to deter him from being on time. We the one that's going to be the one that ain't going to be on time. We the one may be caught out of place. We the one may be caught not having our work done. But when he comes, he's coming whether you got your work done or not. He's coming whether or not you believe or not. He's coming whether or not you are ready or not. He's still coming. And he's going to be on time. Said, hold fast. Remain anchored. Hold fast. You got to be, you got to remain anchored in the word of God. You got to remain anchored to the church. You got to be remain anchored in your faith. You can't put it down and expect to pick it back up and it be just as potent as it was when you left it. You got to remain anchored. You got to keep a firm grip. You got to keep a firm grip on your faith. The last thing ought to be coming out of your heart, not your mouth. The last thing ought to be coming out your heart is I believe God. I hear some folks saying it. They believe God, but their action tells me and I, I, I question that. You got to keep a firm grip on your belief in God. And not only that, you got to harness yourself <laughs> with the faith. You know, when you harness yourself, you strap yourself to it. You got to strap yourself to this walk with God. Come on now. You notice that when you decide to do good, somebody always trying to pull you out. When you're trying to serve God, you got all kind of sinners stopping by your house. You got all kind on the telephone. Come on now. They send all kind of advertisements out to you. Let's go here, let's go there. Girl, they're doing this over there. Man, they're doing that over there. And it's always doing church time. Amen. You notice somebody always wants something out of you when it's time for church. 
You go all week long, nobody say a word, but let church time come. Somebody got another agenda for you. They got another agenda for you. And you need to tell them, no, my agenda is already set. I'm going to the house of God. Amen. Because I have no time to slack off. Because guess what? We don't know how close we are to the end of the race. You can't slack off if you're running for the prize. Amen. <clears throat> I'm like Sister Turner now. America was in a race. The young man ran a fast leg. I mean, he left some folks behind him. But he got so close to the finish line that he knew he was going to qualify. He started trotting in. Didn't realize that the ones that was behind him were serious about making it. And guess what? They beat him by a nose. When he had the race, he lost the race. Don't you lose the race slacking up. Don't you lose the race taking God for granted that he's going to be there when you wake up the next day. Don't lose the race. You got to keep running. Amen. So you got to harness yourself up with the faith. And don't let man, demon, angels, or any other creature take your crown. Rob you of your, folks will rob you of your crown. Come on now. Folks will rob you out of your life. You got to lay hold on. Huh? Don't be deprived of getting your crown. This thing has got to be precious to you. I don't know whether or not it's registered to you or not. Eternal life is the most precious thing you can gain. If you let folks cheat you out of eternal life, by God, you're going to be down in hell trying to jump on them. Huh? I can see you down there now, down in hell trying to start a fight. Because you let somebody fool you and talk you out of your crown of life. They're doing it every day. Come on, somebody. They coming up with new uh, inspirational gospels every day. Keeping folks from really believing in Jesus Christ. You know what I, you know what you gotta do? Your walk with God has to be mimicked after Jesus Christ. Now you answer your, your question yourself. Am I mimicking Jesus Christ? What am I doing? What am I doing to make it to glory? What am I doing to receive my crown? Oh, Ro, it's got to be personal. Huh? And when you make it personal enough, you'll wind up having to kick some folks to the curb. If you don't kick them to the curb, you're going to get kicked to the curb. Amen. So, you got to be an overcomer. You got to be victorious. 
Nobody wants to lose a battle. Being a small, you don't want to lose. Who wants to be known as a loser? I want to be known as an overcomer. I want to be known as having victory. I want to be victorious in this walk with God. I want to hear God say, well done, my faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. Come on up. I'm going to make you rule over many. I want to hear the word, well done. Amen. God said he would make you a pillar. Huh? A supporting in the house of God. An upstanding member in God's kingdom. Good God Almighty. Huh? You're going to get some recognitions from God. Not from man, but from God. You may be standing alone as a momentum of God's righteousness. We don't know what God going to do with you. You might be in a place of service and honor. Wow. You like getting honor from man. Why not you striving to get honor from God? Amen. You like your boss on your job to tell you how a good job you're doing. Huh? Then the rest of the day you whistling. Huh? Because you've been told you did a good job. Huh? So guess what? You ought to be striving to hear God say, well done. My good and faithful servant. So you got to, uh, 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 you got to strive to be an overcomer. You got to fight to be an overcomer. You know what I realized? You know, when we was in the world, everything that we had, we fought to keep it. <laughs> Made no difference what little value it had. We fought to keep it. Come on, somebody. Uh, when you were a kid, if it was a old broke down wagon, it might not have been worth nothing, but it was yours. And if anybody tried to take it, you fought to keep it. But it's it funny now, you done got to, you done got to be uh, 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 knowledgeable with understanding and you won't fight to keep your crown. You won't fight to go to glory. You won't fight to be able to stay, keep your right standings with God. When will you put up a fight? Black folks are known for fighting. They've been fighting all their life. Fighting to keep this and fighting to keep that. Fighting to make it. Come on now. Fighting to make ends meet. Fighting to pay bills. In other words, you've been struggling. Now you're in a position that God said if you're going to struggle, struggle with him. And he said, you will be given a guarantee of eternal security in Christ by receiving God's new name, showing God's ownership. You got to be shown that you belong to God. I want my new name. I, well, I put it this way. I want him to write his new name on me. Showing that I am God's ownership. Who are you going to belong to? That's the question that we got to ask ourselves. What or who am I working to belong to? 
Are you going to belong to God? Or are you going to belong to the devil? News break. Devil ain't going to have no easy way out either. He's going to hell too. Devil ain't going to have no easy way out. He's going to get thrown in the lake that burn with fire and brimstones too. So guess what? All that he owns, everything and everybody that he owns is going into the lake. By none. Come on now. So you can, you can let him trick you. You can let him kick you out there as long as you want to. But when Jesus Christ said, I am coming quickly. You never know when he's going to show up. You never know when the last day. You never know when the rapture of the church is going to take place. Good God Almighty. And if it take place and you still hanging out, if it take place and you have not made your footing sure in the house of God and, the, and, and, and God has been the rapture of the church, guess what? You about to get left. Then what you going to do? What you going to do when the world is on fire? Where you going to ruin? Where you going to hide? Come on, somebody. The rapture of the church is not when the world going to be on fire, but I thought I better throw that in there to you. So you know the very, the very end results of what's going to happen after the church leaves. Amen. When the church leaves, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be chaos like never before. We think we're having hard times and, and, and come on somebody. You think that you're going through something now? And you know, it, it's sad that the, the people of God can't, uh, is finding it so hard to go through the little tests that they have to go through to hang in there with God. What are you going to do when the church get raptured out of here and you left behind? How are you going to fare? You think you're going through something that you ain't going through nothing. And not yet. Come on now. Only thing that you're going through right now is the battle of your flesh. Your flesh dictating where you go and what you do and what you get. Come on, somebody. Let's run to James chapter 1. And then after that, I'm going to flip the strip and we're going to go to rewards. And then... We'll go through that and then we'll flip back to uh, crowns at, at, at probably next week because it's a second section, session, brother. Amen. Now, I, I, I can't do it all in a day and I ain't going to try. Come on, somebody. Yes, ma'am. Did I say you're a paper? Now, but Renee showed can, can copy you one. You were near last. You were near last week, wasn't it? Renee, get on the job. I just hand them out to Renee them, and they do the rest. James, chapter one. Verses 12 
through 16. It's testing time. Come on, somebody. And you know what I found out? You got to pass the test if don't nobody else pass it. You gotta, you gotta show God you gonna show up if don't nobody else show up. So this test is for the individual. This is not a collective test. This is an individual test. Come on, somebody. The collection is gonna happen in the cloud. But guess what? You gotta be tested before you make it to the cloud. Verse 12 said, Blessed is the man that in the man that do what? You gotta go through something. Come on, somebody. You gotta, you gotta fight against it. You gotta fight against the things that tempt you. You gotta fight against the thing that brings you under temptation. You gotta endure temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. Guess what? My God, you gonna be tempted before you receive the crown. This temptation is a test. You gotta be, you gotta pass the test of God before you receive the crown. You ain't gotta pass uh, 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 folks' test. You gotta pass God's test. And if you fail God's test, guess what? You can't make it in. You gotta have some endurance. Come on now. You gotta go when you don't feel like going. You gotta do when you don't feel like doing. Cause guess what? Feeling ain't got nothing to do with it. Come on now. He shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord had promised to them that, huh? If you love him, you're going to endure. If you love him, you're going to put up the struggle to make it to him. If you love him, you're going to find yourself trying to do the thing that he requires of you. Am I right about that? Hmm. 13 verse says, Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted. God ain't sending no temptation your way. Why would God send some temptation your way and he wants you saved? Why would God send some temptation your way when he already know you weak as wet spaghetti? So why would he tempt you? Come on, somebody. Stop lying on God. Come on now. God test me. I feel that test. No, God ain't test you with no temptation. Your flesh tested you with the temptation and you failed. What you wanted to do tested you and you failed. It wasn't God. So stop lying on God. (laughs) 
said when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempted he any man. If your temptation and draw you to do wrong, it was not sent by God. It was your other daddy. Huh? Come on, somebody. <laughs> it was that one that don't want you to make it. And the worst part about it is bad when we ain't got sense enough to realize that he don't want us to make it. So he sends his temptation through. And guess what? It ain't going to fall out the sky. It's going to come through others. Huh? The influence of your temptation is going to come by way of flesh and blood. Come on, somebody. Uh-oh. So you better watch them six-packs to come your way. Huh? Better watch them coke bottles that keep flashing before your face. God didn't send them. Huh? <laughs> he didn't send them, Rome. He didn't send that man to keep telling you how good you look. God ain't tempting you to do wrong. Uh, and you falling for the okadoke. You know, there's a saying. I must include it in this. I'm not in the book. There's a saying that I must include in there. That it's an old saying that says, ain't no food like old food. You've been in this way too long to continue being an old fool. Huh? God has given us a fresh measure of grace every morning so that we can work this thing out and guess what? We still acting a fool. So you let the fresh measure of grace that God gave you to work on getting straight things with him and you didn't take advantage of it. You didn't know how to say no. Y'all remember that saying too, didn't you? No means no. Some of y'all know means yes. Huh? Come on, somebody. You done been there. Huh? Brothers. She started hollering no, but many other times she's saying yes. Stop! Quit! Come on, somebody. <laughs> You better tell the devil to stop quitting meaning. Oh, hell, find you lifting up your eyes. 
Come on now. But let every man, verse 14, is tempted when he is drawn away of his own, what? Oh, it's in you. His own lust and enticed. It wasn't God, it's what's in you. Come on, somebody. It's that old taste that keeps lingering on. And it entices you to sin against God. Come on now. That old taste keeps surfacing. You keep saying, I remember. After a while, you're going to bite. And when you bite, that hook going to be in your jaw. Ask Ro when she hooked that fish. Because he didn't taste that bait. The devil keep sending bait your way to put a hook in your jaw. Come on, somebody. So, you are drawn away. Drawn where? Drawn away from God. You are pulled away from God by your own lust. You are pulled away from God by the things that you want to do. Not what God wants you to do. That's what you want to do. Oh, I got one for you. You're going to spend a moment of pleasure just to go to hell. Might have been good to your flesh, but it sure ain't going to be good to your soul. A moment of pleasure just to bust hell wide open. Don't y'all pay attention to her. Y'all pay attention to me. I'm the one teaching. Look what verse 15 said. Then when lust have conceived, it brings forth what? You gonna act it out. If you allow the lust to pull at you, you gonna act it out. And sin, when it is finished, bring forth death. Good God Almighty. You don't want God to catch you on the other side when he come quickly. Huh? You don't want God to catch you out of the ark of safety when he returned quickly. So guess what we have to do? We have to get in a mode, a practice mode, of staying in the will of God more than we stay out of it. And how are you going to do that? Sometimes you got to talk to your own self. Sometimes you got to tell yourself how wrong you is. Come on now. Sometimes you got to tell yourself how slow for you are. 
got to tell yourself how you don't want to work in the kingdom. Uh-uh. You know, working in the kingdom is part of salvation. Work out your own salvation in fear and trembling. And it did say work. We want to work everywhere but in the kingdom. But the kingdom is where you're trying to stay. You're trying to get a resident in the kingdom, but you don't want to work in the kingdom to stay there. You don't want to pay your rent to be in God's house. Come on now. 16th verse said, do not err, my beloved brother. Guess what? Do not err in your walk with God. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you to lose your crown. <laughs> One's endurance in this victory over trials brings God's blessing. See, you want the blessing of God, you got to endure your trials. You got to go through some things. God desired that we mature in the situation rather than move from it, that rather than move from it. We got to start maturing in what we go through. Come on, somebody. You go through a trial, you ought to be able to tell somebody else how to go through. Once you mature going through. But if you keep failing the trial, how you going to tell somebody else how to go through? If you don't never make it through. Okay, I can't help but remember what the pastor said. Same time every year, some of the same saints go through the same trial. Never get over it. He said, watch it. He said, they'll go through the same thing every year. He does, however, promise to provide an escape if the testing becomes unbearable. God always make a way out for his saints. Uh, when a saint back is up against the wall and they depending on God, God will cut a door for him to escape. Amen. Life may think it got you down. The devil may think that he got a hold on you. But guess what? If you are in the hands of God, if you are walking by faith in God, God will cut a door to get you out of there. Amen. Temptation comes to be all our trials. And it comes to mature us. Saints, when are we gonna mature? You can you 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 can see how well we mature when we get rocks in our jaws behind the word of God. You ain't matured at all. It's time to go back and get you a ball. Get you some milk because you ain't been able to eat meat yet. Come on now. You ain't developed no Holy Ghost teeth. You don't know how to chew meat. When I got to keep feeding you off a ball. 
because you want to be a baby. But you got to mature in this walk with God. Come on now. Temptation comes to be all our trials and cannot be avoided. You, it, it, it's, it's inevitable. You, you can't avoid it. It's going to try you. It's designed to try you. It is designed to make you. It is designed to prepare you for the kingdom of God. You're not going to get out of here without being tested. So believers are encouraged to endure the, the trials. Don't get trapped in your lust and blame God. You are drawn away from what's inside of you. If you don't gain victory, it's going to cause you the death penalty and lose your crown. Wow. Lord have mercy. It's testing time. Huh? It's testing time to find out who you really belong to. Amen. It, it, I don't know whether you notice or not, the whole world is under test now. The entire whole world is under test. And a lot of folks is failing. By their own mind. Amen. So, we're going to jump to rewards for a minute. We'll get back to crowns later, but we're going to get to rewards. Reward, a thing given in recognition of one's service. What's your service unto the Lord? How are you going to be rewarded and you don't have no service? Recognition of one's service, effort, or achievement. You've been in this way a long time. What have you achieved in God's house in God's honor in God's glory in God's presence what is your achievement in this life that you've been called living as a Christian it also can refer to punish or reward someone uh, reward for someone for an action according to their doings will he be recompensed Give what is due or deserved to someone. Reward or whether it's punishment. Give to someone in exchange. Uh, uh, listen at this one. Give to someone in exchange for the work done or endured. Oh. Who got a job in here to just pay them for showing up? I had one employee like that till I got him fired. But it didn't last him long. He was gone. He wanted a check for just showing up. Saying it took a, the act of a governor of a Congress to get him out of there. No, it didn't. It just took an action that God gave me to get him out of there. No employer want to pay you for just showing up. We ain't that fine. 
and we ain't that cute. Come on, somebody. And we don't walk like we go. So why would they pay us just to show up? Why do you think God has got a reward for you for just showing up? Come on now. If you say you got faith, what did he say? Show me your faith by what? By your works. Oh, I got plenty of faith. What faith to sit down? Let's go to Matthew chapter 16. You know what I found now? God going to be just by what he reward us with. All rewards ain't bad. All rewards ain't good either. It depends on you. Come on now. God going to pay us accordingly. Matthew 16, verse 26 and 27. Let's go to 25 first. No, we can't stop there. We got to get 24. Y'all ready? I ain't going to bag up no more. Then he said, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. We got a problem with that. The problem we got with that is denying ourselves. Come on, somebody. The problem with that is putting ourselves second. We put ourselves first and we want to put God second. Or somewhere else down the line. Because, you know, once you start out with a gender, your agenda keeps growing. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Something keeps continuing to get in your way. It don't just stop at one thing. That's just a start. Denying himself and taking up his cross. Uh-uh. You got a cross to bear. Jesus had a cross to bear. You got a cross to bear, too. What's your cross? You got to kill your flesh. Just like he died on the cross, your flesh has got to die to the cross. Come on now. And he said, when you die out, then he said, follow me. You got to go through, guess what? When they said this is a suffering way, it's a suffering way. Why is it going to be a suffering way? Folks ain't going to like you. If you don't go along with their gender, they're going to talk about you. <laughs> if you don't go along with their gender, they're going to isolate you or ostracize you. They're going to leave you standing apart. And guess what? Whether you know it or not, that's the best thing that could happen to you. That's the best thing that can happen to you if folks leave you alone and let God have his way in your life. Come on now. Folks going to mess some of y'all up. Some folks is already getting messed up. 
Can't walk a mile with God without stumbling, getting tired. He that endured to the end is the same one that's going to be saved. The race ain't over with yet. Verse said, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall. I wonder what he's talking about. Somebody want to tell me? Whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Anybody have an idea? Shall find it. You got to lose who you are. 
<coughs> Come on, somebody. Who you are is not that important. It's who you become. Come on, somebody. It's got to be who you become in Christ Jesus that's important. Who you are in your now status in the world is not important. Come on now. Who was born? <clears throat> Back in the old days, our folks lived off of less and was more happy. They was at more peace with God off of less. And now we are striving to get more and more and more and getting stressed out. Getting stressed out, depressed, and mainly forgetting about God. You got to lose you. Come on now. Your past life has got to come up lost in order for you to live. What you did in the past has got to become lost in order for you to please God. In order for you to pick up your cross and follow God. You can't follow God with your old man. You might follow a God, but it won't be the God. Okay, furthermore, 26 verse says, If he gained the whole world and lose his soul, or what shall a man give in exchange? What you giving up for your soul? What you exchanging for your soul? What will it profit you to gain the whole, he said, the whole world? You get it all. You have it your way. Come on, somebody. You do your thing. And then turn around and God said it's time to pay up. Time to pay the piper. And you lose your soul. Ain't nothing you gain you can take with you. Come on, somebody. Ain't nothing that you got that gained in your flesh pleases God to the point that he's willing to save your soul. Wow. This world is about gain, man. Everybody is about gain. Nobody is about pleasing God. Nobody is about seeking after God. Come on, somebody. Nobody is about the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Because, see, you got to pick up your cross. You got to be about the gospel. Mm-mm-mm. Lose his own soul. How is that a reward? If you lose your soul. 
Don't sound like you're being rewarded. But faithfulness don't seem like you're being rewarded for seeking after God. You sought after the world and you forgot about God. You know what? The only time that we bring it back into focus when we want to bring it back into focus about God is when we hit rock bottom. When things go bad, then that's when we get back to hollering, oh God, help me, Lord. Huh? But when you had the opportunity to gain God and lose the world, you didn't take advantage of it. You know, I like the fact that uh, when I said, Oh Lord, he said, Here I am. How long are you gonna have to call on him? Is you gonna have to do like the prophets of Baal? You're gonna have to call all day to the evening come. You're gonna have to jump up on the sacrifice and start cutting yourself, trying to get God's attention. says for the son of man shall come in the glory of his father with his angels and then he shall reward every man according to his everybody every individual this ain't going to be no collective reward this is going to be an individual thing he's going to reward you for what you do or what you didn't do That day is fastly approaching. What would you benefit if you gained the whole world and forfeit your blessings of life in the kingdom of God? What would you benefit? What would you benefit if you lose your soul? What's the benefit? I know what the outcome is, but what's the benefit? Benefit is what does you good, right? The outcome is going to be that you're going to lose your soul and find yourself in hell. What good would it do to have it all in this life, Frank Sinatra, just to go to hell afterwards? Huh? What would you sell? Oh my God. A trade for your blessed life in the kingdom of God. What is it that you would trade your blessing for? What would you trade your uh, 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 my God. What was, what was that uh, uh, that uh, Jacob and Esau what would you trade your birthright for? What's so important that you're willing to trade your birthright in the kingdom of God? 